0: People who have been on dead people's computers, did you find anything you wish you hadn't? Good friend
1: of mine had a major stroke and went into a coma.
2: Prognosis was not good, and the family made plans. Since I was the one that knew about computers, they asked me to go through his stuff and find pictures for his memorial service. Two laptops and ten USB sticks later, I wanted to bleach out my eyes. My friend was a great guy, but he was morbidly obese. Apparently he had been renting out escorts and such from online forums. They were far from pretty, and thankfully, my friend only appeared in a few pictures, but had his clothes on. Out of about ten gigabytes worth of images i was able to find five suitable for his memorial service the toughest part was telling his family that i could only salvage five photos i told them the hard drives were corrupted yep i wiped them no sense in letting them know what i found on a positive note i did adopt his parrot until this day she keeps calling me
1: by his name
0: I'm disappointed we did not get a name for the parrot, and I would also be pretty traumatized if I discovered my friend's USB stick full of all of his uh, finagling with ladies of the night. Turns out my brother was writing a novel and a ton of poetry. I always wonder if we should do something with it. I'm not sure how completed it all is, but my cousin who went through it said it was quite a bit of material. I'll seriously look into doing something with this now. I'm not sure if I'll be back in the U.S. until this late summer, but I'll see if my cousin can upload the files somewhere next time she's at my parents' house. There are also piles and piles of notebooks and journals. Again, I'm assuming are his poetry and short story collections. He told me that's what he was writing in the notebooks. Those would take a while to go through since it is all handwritten. At any rate, he was a bit of a recluse for about 8 years prior to his death. He also had some severe substance abuse problems and an anxiety disorder. So the content slash background for his work might be interesting if it gives insight on what was going on during that time. My mom said something that he was looking for a publisher at one point, so it is probably what he would have wanted for some of his works. I have no idea what the brother was writing, obviously, but uh, I think that it's a very nice gesture in a way to honor a dead family member, to find a way to publish that work to some degree, and maybe even that work could go on to inspire someone else in the future in a positive way. A few months after my wife passed away, suddenly, I finally got around to cleaning out her PC and laptop. I'd barely gotten started when I came across a file that had its file associations removed. She did all the financial stuff, so I had to find out if it was something important. Of course, my first try was Word document, and sure enough, it loaded. Yeah, it wasn't financial. Turns out she'd written a list of lifetime goals that she wanted to reach, and it had been updated only weeks before she passed. A list of about 30 things she'd dream of doing, and only about four or five were crossed off. I didn't get much done after that, so I tried to find the file again per people's request, but I was not able to locate the file. I'm not sure what I did with it. Drank away most of my memory of that time, to be honest. But off the top of my head, I remember some of the more mundane things on the list. She wanted to buy a house, travel the world, start her own YouTube channel. I remember the most recent update was that she'd crossed off wanting to meet Alton Brown, which she did at a book signing just a short while before it happened. I remember she made sure to bring her nutmeg with her in case he asked. <laughs> That would probably make me profoundly sad if I found that, but I would also hold the hope that they felt the same way as the dead wife from Up did. You know, the whole, you were my adventure. Also, I have no idea who Alton Brown is, but apparently there's some kind of American TV host chef personality. Not on the computer, but my family found a three-ring binder my grandmother kept. It was full of lusty love letters. We asked one of her best friends about it, and she replied with,
2: Oh yeah, I was supposed to burn that. Apparently, my grandma and this guy had a relationship where they never actually got together, but had a lot of frisky phone conversations. None of that is quite so
0: bad, I guess, unless you start imagining that it was your grandma. She described many details of their talks in her letters and referred to it as her year of passion god damn grandma good for you though girl you do you man just like damn my father died a few years ago from colon cancer even though i was only 19 my brother was significantly younger when we lost him he was 7 my father and brother would watch a movie usually every other night and a few months ago i finally got around to cleaning his computer i looked through his folder where he downloaded movies to and the last film he downloaded was spirited away and it was the night before he passed away. Needless to say, we watched it together that night. Good film, definitely fits this story and the whole, you know, theme of death we got going on in this subject, but uh, I'm more of a Porco Rosso guy when it comes down to Studio Ghibli films. That one is like my absolute favorite. TLDR, Dead Brother's Computer, Possible Self-Deletion. Wish that I hadn't found that he had already erased his computer history. When I was 18, I took my older brother's computer after he died in a car crash. He was the sort of guy that people loved to be around, always laughing, joking. He made people feel good about themselves. His car had run into a grouping of those cement jersey barriers on a road under construction. No other cars were involved and there were no signs that he had hit the brakes. He must have dozed off. While emptying his room in his house, we found a set of crumpled papers. They were the unfinished first sentences of self-deletion notes. But he never left a completed note, and instead chose to throw these drafts away. Maybe he sat down to write a note, decided he didn't want to die, needed some air, went for a drive, got into an accident. I couldn't understand how this happy, great guy that I loved could be so unhappy. So I searched his computer for any clues. I was prepared to look in every corner for a clue. An internet history, an aim log. This was back in the day. A photo, an email, anything. There was nothing. Not just nothing strange nothing at all. He had already wiped his computer clean, probably anticipating that his little brother would inherit his computer and snoop around. It still doesn't confirm or deny anything for me. I feel certain that he intended to go through with it, but I've never been more upset to find absolutely nothing. Man, I completely understand why that would be uh, conflicting in a way. man. TRDR, Priceless Memories, Creepy Smut. Oh good, this story. So my uncle took loads of pictures just all as the damn time. We didn't actually realize the scale of this until I had to look through them all after he died. Turns out we could have lost every single picture of me, my sister, my cousins, and still we'd have a remarkably smooth transition from infant to adult in picture form. That said, we also discovered he liked smut. So much smut. And since we didn't want to accidentally throw away some priceless picture, I had to go through three hard drives and a couple hundred USBs and CDs of almost entirely smut. Now I was more impressed with his capacity to find and organize things than anything else. Four gigabytes of name-time-stamped videos and pictures of trans women with freakishly large breast implants urinating on men? We have the USB for that threat this way. I'm just gonna say, they said themselves that this uncle who died was a very organized individual. I'm sure they would have separated that stuff from those things. And honestly, it's like, at a certain point, morbid curiosity is all the excuse you need. It's like, if I found that, I'd be like, okay, how deep does this rabbit hole go? But hey, I ain't judging. That's a goddamn
2: lie. I'm judging everything.
0: My boss passed away in his sleep just over a year ago. He was young and it was unexpected. I helped his boss get into his computer at work and also his laptop from home to retrieve insurance, banking, investments, etc. Information for my boss's family. It was very eerie in that I found my boss had a lot of the same taste in music, TV shows, movies, etc. that I had visited the same websites, etc. I felt like he and I could have become much better friends if there had been more time. I ended up getting almost everything for them. There were a couple of excel files with financials that were password protected. I ran some brute force programs against them for a few weeks, but eventually my boss had me shut it down and then it was over. And so now I sit at his desk on his computer using his mouse and his keyboard and do his job. I like to think he's out there somewhere, watching over me and that he'd be happy with what I've done in the last year. I hope so at any rate. This one is a little odd because either he already respected the crap out of his boss and then found out about their common interests, but it seems more like in the way that they wrote it, like I said, there's a lot of context probably missing from this, so don't take me as like, you know, a hard truth or anything, but it seems like upon finding out that they had a lot more in common than they realized, uh, he formed a parasocial relationship with a dead man. Nine years ago, not a personal computer, but my local library has a set of computers in there and people can get usernames and passwords and use the virtual desktops, given they have a library card. This old guy would use the computers a lot. I wasn't nosy, so I never looked in depth, but he was using a word processor, so I assumed he was typing letters or something similar. Anyway, I volunteered there over the summer and I had to close out inactive library cards or ones that had paid dues. Basically, this meant I was deleting accounts by logging onto their virtual desktop and cleaning them out. The old man showed up in the lineup. Turns out he died a few months before. I opened up his desktop and went to documents because curiosity got the better of me and I wanted to see if he had anything some relatives wanted or something. There was his life, encompassed in two folders. Folder 1. Novel He was writing a memoir of his tales in World War II, Folder 2, Missy Missy. From what I could collect was his wife. In it were dozens, if not over a hundred, documents of love poems and letters to her. I backed them up on a USB and intended to return them to his wife. I'm sure she would want the love letters. As it were, the wife was dead and he was buried next to her in the cemetery. I was sad, because these were letters to his long-dead wife. She had died in 2004. I gave the files to his son, who read them out loud at the old man's annual memorial mass as a eulogy in testimony to the love of his wife. Well, it might have made you sad, but it made me happy, because guess what, the greatest thing you can have is a love that transcends the bounds of life and death. My girlfriend and I used to play Pokemon a lot, I still do actually, but she passed away in a car accident a year ago. One day I opened up one of her games because I was feeling down and I noticed her main player was named after me and all her Pokemon were nicknames after pet names we gave each other. The thing is, I did the same thing in my game, but we never told each other. Short and sweet, I love it, but it vaguely, ever so vaguely reminds me of the Animal Crossing comic about the dead mother. Absolutely melts my frickin' heart. God, look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. No, but I got an old computer from church once. They upgraded and donated it to us. It was filled with horse smut. I don't go to that church anymore.
1: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
0: i say i say may the law have mercy on the horse-smut
2: loving heathen that resided in that there church i sometimes help out at a charity that ensures ladies of the night have access to condoms and can reach out to police if they suffer violence etc At one point we threw a fundraiser that sold art created by a former or occasional lady of the night and showcased the art of one deceased woman in particular who I believe was about to begin transitioning to a man. I was given her hard drive through a friend of the family that worked at the organization and asked to retrieve what I could of her art and her life. My memory is a little fuzzy on most of this but I think her death happened in the early 2000s. She had a fairly large Napster directory and I think it was a wind Windows XP machine. To be honest, I don't think I found anything I wish I hadn't. Instead, I found a trove of beautiful art and a small window into someone's life. She was both a hobbyist and a professional photographer who had a webcam she made good use of. I saw her travels to India and South America. I saw friends of all shapes and sizes, mainly muscular and heavy tattooed and uh, action shots of her and her girlfriend. She had an active social life, but in most ways, she was just like the rest of us. I feel odd typing it, but I would have felt very voyeuristic if she were still alive. As it were, I didn't worry much about it and instead Thought of it as a very serious responsibility. I guess ultimately I found a reminder that even people who do work that's derided or considered dehumanizing by some still lead normal and wonderful lives just like the rest of us, with the same struggles and joys and trials and tribulations. I'm glad I got to experience it. Why did I give you such a doofy voice?
0: Whatever, this next one's kind of depressing. <laughs> TLDR found my grandfather's writing on how much he hated my grandmother. When my grandfather passed away, we were going through his computer to save off important things. We mostly saved off genealogy information, but found one very strange item. My grandfather had written a book slash thesis on how much he hated my grandmother. It was about 150 pages long, had a table of contents and all sorts of hate-filled stories and anecdotes. My dad shared it with one of his brothers, and they waited about five years before showing it to my grandmother. I'm still not 100% certain that she ever needed to know about that book. One of my family members printed it out and mailed it to all of my aunts and uncles. My dad is one of seven. It was a huge drama fest for years. It seemed to have died down lately, though. A hundred and fifty pages... <laughs> A table of contents entirely dedicated to your hatred for, presumably, your wife. My god, the hatred in this man's heart is unfathomable. It is so strangely cruel and yet oddly sensible at the same time. I mean, he didn't murder her or anything, and plus the question is, was she bad? Was she so bad that it was warranted that he wrote this book? Just my god, this strange and yet beautiful world we live in, what the hell? Made a throwaway for this. This is my first time posting on Reddit. I had to get this off my chest. I knew my father had a vibrant internet life. He had been in IRC for a long time, maybe starting in like 1996. He had been a regular on the one channel for about 10 years. I think he was a mod or whatever the equivalent was. He talked about his online friends a lot. They seemed like great people and they were supportive when he got sick. After he died, I wanted to make sure they knew, but I wasn't sure how to get in touch with them. About six months after he died, I got a Facebook message. The sender said they were looking for a woman with my same last name who lived in my town. She was a regular in their chat and had cancer and they were worried about her. Approximately my father's age with the same kind of dog. The dog picture he sent was not my father's dog, but it looked similar in a photo of my father's very distinctive truck. After being in some shock, I realized that my father was doing some serious catfishing. He had posed as this woman for over a decade. Honestly, she sounded nicer than my father in a lot of ways. He sometimes had a major temper and could be a total butthole This group of people really loved this woman in their community I didn't know what to tell this guy I wanted to tell the truth They deserved closure But if I lied and said she died It would raise questions Why was there no obituary, etc I did not want them to feel betrayed either After thinking for a few days, I told him he seemed really confused, but honestly, not terribly upset. He said that he was sorry for my loss and hoped I would visit the chat sometime. We would keep the secret between us and he would tell the group that she died, but not the whole truth. I think this was the best way to handle it, but sometimes I regret it. I don't know what my dad would have wanted. Strange yet beautiful world we live in. Seriously, kids, be careful who you talk to online. You have no idea who you're talking to at any point on the internet. It could be anyone with any intention they could just be messing with you for an entire decade for no other reason than just because they can i don't know i am honestly just shocked that this person the online chat friend of the father took it as well as they did i would i would have to go away for like 10 minutes in process and then reply maybe
1: yeah my uncle's laptop we powered one up, and there were all these weird selfies taken from overhead with him lying on his back. He was a gung old shut-in slash hoarder, so they looked really weird. And then there were all these hardcore tweaked smut videos and stills. This was odd because he had always been straight to my knowledge and kind of a homophobe. Yeah, I know, it should have been a red flag. And then it hit me. He was taking selfies to put himself in the picture, so to speak. Decades too late to be a twig He was an old man Trying to imagine he was young Beautiful And able to explore something He couldn't have done In 1950s Texas Before he died He had become fixated On a couple of memories Of friends coming on to him In swimming pools, etc I now understand That he was fantasizing About missed opportunities To have fun There was also an account For some kind of meetup site For guys All old guys I had to email the site and tell them this man is dead We don't have a charger for the other laptop I don't know what we'll find on it
0: Utterly traumatizing I don't know why I dedicated myself to such a stressful voice there I was kind of trying to go for like the old lady The wrinkly like stick of an old lady in the chocolate episode of Spongebob I guess Anyway I would be exceedingly careful about opening that second laptop You might get Raiders of the Lost Ark if you open it Several years ago, a distant relative died and left their computer password protected. My grandma gave the computer to me and said that if I could pull everything off the hard drive and give it to his wife, he had a lot of finances and other important stuff on there, I could keep the computer. So I set to work, ended up just writing a script to brute force it since I had tried every combination of birthdays, pets, etc. I could think of, and my script found the correct password after three days. I find what one would normally expect. Finances, a ton of family pictures, assorted documents for work, some fairly tame erotica. Now you might be thinking that's what disturbed me. The fairly tame erotica. No, actually. What disturbed me was that I found in a subfolder of a folder on his desktop labeled 2001 resume.
2: In that folder was about 11 gigabytes of lolicon smut. Keep in mind this was like 2008, so that that's quite a bit.
0: I searched the rest of the computer and found no trace of real CP, so I just ignored it since Lolly is more or less legal. Didn't see any reason to drop this on the rest of the family, so I omitted it from the copy I made for them. Kept a few DVDs of the stuff though in case it ever came out that he had graped minus the G a kid or something and nuked the drive. Considering I was like 11
2: during all of this? Holy crap, that was a shock to see.
0: I'm aware I said earlier that, yeah, I would look at stuff out of morbid curiosity if I was there, but as a rule, I would generally rather not be the go-to guy to go through a dead relative or anyone who's dead's old laptop files and stuff. I just don't want to be in that situation. Also, what was up with the 11-year-old genius? A relative of mine, 40M, told me this story. His roommate in university was a very quiet person. Several years ago, his roommate got into an accident. He lost pretty much 10 years of memory. One day, my cousin found a USB belonging to his roommate in his bag. He phoned said roommate's parents. The parents decided to come and pick up the USB. My cousin, not being able to resist temptation, looked through the files. He found plans for a self-deletion note, a journal about the roommates' depression and draft of a very sorrowful please come back letter to said roommate's former girlfriend. My cousin, looking at the joyous, blissful, loving post-memory loss picture of roommate, straight up formatted the USB. My cousin told me that he believed that his roommate would be better off without these memories. Now that is a juicy goddamn story. Now I gotta say, I've always been kind of like, is long-term amnesia really a thing? I'm sure it is. But it's one of those things where because I haven't experienced it personally, there's just a degree of skepticism I have towards the whole concept where it's like, really? The memories are just gone? It's not like they're in little glass containers that shatter and then the memory dissipates into the air and up into the goddamn stratosphere and it's gone forever. It's some in your noggin you just can't freaking remember it i don't know it's a weird thing it's so hard to explain because I don't freaking have it. Hopefully you understand what I mean, though, the, in terms of the skepticism of it. If someone told me they had amnesia, my immediate go-to, my immediate conclusion would be they're screwing with me. This was such a weird, funny topic to do. I mean, all, all the people's actions, I have to question some of their reasonings for keeping some stuff and looking at things and whatnot. But, ah, oh, what a funny one to do.